Okay, Lisa, I am low-key recovered, but I will attempt not to cough up a lung while we record. Oh, uh, you, you, you better, because I don't want to see that. I yeah, know I'm this so is sorry. an audio medium for everyone else, but I'm looking at you. If you cough up a lung, I'll, yeah. you have to pay for my therapy. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. He's Robbie. And she is Lisa. And, and, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where to go. I never know where to go when that, when, I can't remember how we do this. It's been a week. It's been a, it's been a week. It feels like a month. I've seen yeah. so many memes that are like, this, it's been, a, we're 11 years into this year so far and it's still January. No, we're 11 months into this year so far and it's still January. You know, January feels long, but enjoy it. Enjoy it, because by the time it gets to fucking, like, October, you're going to be like, what the fuck happened? How are we here? I'm already like that, Lisa. I mean, yeah, but that's because the that's the process of aging. It takes up a day, it takes up less amount of your lifetime than it did when you were eight, so of course it feels shorter. No, it doesn't feel short, it feels too long. It feels like it's gone on too long. It should be March already. It should not. Please don't let it be it March. It should. I have Where too is much the sun? to do in March. I would like the sun now. And you you know what that means for me. Oh. Should I send you a happy light? I got one and it's brilliant. <laughs> I might need one. I don't remember happiness. What is that again? Um, I mean, foreign concept, but it does make you feel better. Like, not the happiness, the light. Um... Right, okay. <laughs> can't can't tell you what the happiness feels like, but <laughs> But the light does a good job of mimicking it. <laughs> yeah. It looks bright and shiny and new and you know, things aren't so terrible yeah. when you stare directly into the sun. Stunning. Blind me. <laughs> well, we had a quick catch up on how your week went, so I'm not gonna ask you. Yeah, because... I'm not gonna tell you on the podcast. You yeah, know it's already say... been trash. Doesn't seem like uh-huh. something you'd want to share um, with the group. No, sorry guys. Maybe next time. My week has been great because I took two days off to just like hang out and have a little staycation with the boy because it was his birthday. I heard it go wild. Well, yeah, but that is my own fault. Um, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie's you like, don't have to share if you don't want to. Noon. <laughs> <laughs> noon my time being like... Robbie, I'm so drunk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cocktails go hard, okay? I don't blame you. Okay, so we signed up for this thing. It was called, like, the Chef's Bar Experience, and it was, like, like a prefix menu where you had a cocktail and, um, like, something, like a food item to go along with it. We made the mistake of assuming there would be more food. Yeah, that happens too often. Yeah, um... There was not a lot of food, and we honestly had not eaten all that much during the day. Because you're saving up for a, what you think is going to be a fancy meal, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't make it to the last cocktail. <laughs> I hadn't been that drunk since I went to Mexico. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I can count on my hands how many times I've been that drunk. What were in these cocktails? 
I mean, a lot, a lot. And like they start <laughs> you off, they started us off with champagne, which is already like dangerous. Dangerous. The bubbles. It's the bubbles every time. So they start you off with champagne, and then they moved us. That luckily the second was like a non-alcoholic cocktail. Like it was one of those like without spirits, spirits, you know. But they, it, it was like gin, but it wasn't actually alcoholic. Right, okay. Um, and then the third one, it was Amaro. That was very alcoholic. And it had a champagne float. So I don't know. And I think the fourth one was like a Japanese whiskey. And then, then and then from there, it, it I don't know, there was a spicy one. And then the last one that I, the our liquid chef made, it was coffee. I didn't drink it because at that point I was like, I can't put anything else inside of my body. Um <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, the the boy took care of me on his birthday. <laughs> hey, so sometimes it has to happen. Okay, I bet he had a lot of fun just watching you have fun. Not like the thing is, I'm not even like a particularly fun drunk. I don't seem that um, drunk until I'm like, I gotta go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no party, Lisa. There's just there's just Lisa, and then there's I need to go home. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get like more exuberant. Like maybe a little bit. Like I might get a little bit more social with a small amount of alcohol. To be fair, but... you're already quite social. It's not like me where I have a drink and then all of a sudden I'm chatting to everyone. And I'm everyone's best friend. No, this is because this is because you you see me and I'm just an American. You you have your. <laughs> Your poor British sensibilities of... It's true. It's yeah. True. <laughs> Stodgy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I'm shy. <laughs> oh. Oh, she's shy. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you guys had fun for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. I was like honestly amazed. I did not have like a horrendous uh, hangover the next day, but... Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> taken care of all the boys all the poison had been dispelled um yeah (laughs) but you had a really greasy brunch after yeah you were saying yeah we had um pancakes we went to like a a grill like a little uh a a little bar and grill that's really close to our apartment and i had pancakes and bacon and boy had a patty melt and it was so good ideal you know what i miss like and we'll think about every couple of weeks was it roy's was that what it's called possibly was it near my apartment we, or was it in San Jose? San Jose. Yes. The right. first time I visited. Oh, fucking powerful. Oh, Bills. 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 It was Bills. Yeah. Yes. Roy's. Who's Roy? I don't know. But yeah. Well, there's also oh, a coffee shop called so Roy's. Good. So. But yeah, Bills is amazing. Uh, Bills was so good. I, I mean, still French think about those hash browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to come back and visit. I'll take you back. I need to. Well... With all of that funness, should I tell you about the news? There's not a lot, but it's um. Hmm. I I have one piece of news to share as well. Ooh, do you want to go first? I know it's not often I have something to add. Yeah, because it's not much. I haven't even really researched into this. I've seen a few headlines, but what I've mostly seen is all the memes and the reels and the TikToks about it. And I've sent this to you, but apparently we're going to war. Oh. Um, no, so I think from what I've gathered, there's been a lot of talk in Westminster of building up an army, and so now there's speculation that they're going to start drafting. 
Oh, well, and I'm I like, think and everyone is just, well, everyone's just saying like the the generation that could be is not here for it. Did you see the yeah. reel I sent you of the girl naked e- eating yogurt? And she's like, me, you're going to send me to the front line. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know what this is here that you're talking about, but that's okay. Um, Yeah, no, that's oh. fucking wild. Like, I know we always talk wild. about the draft over here, but like, it's never happened. How old is it? What's it, like 18 to 29? I think idea. the first group to be drafted would be 18 to 25. Okay. Um, so you would be too old for the front lines. Thank God. One thing. What a shame. I know. Um, but then I think. Watch me have a breakdown and just like volunteer. Yeah. Just be like, fuck (laughs) it. Why not? No, I think like, yeah, second round, you would probably be in that. Because I think after that, it would be 26 to 30 or something like that. But. God, God damn. God damn. But I think the 30-year-olds would be less because, like, le- legit, our knees. I mean, also, like, your heart, I think you would probably be, uh, I don't think you would be considered. Oh, yeah. Possibly. What a shame. Also, yeah, oh, no, you have, like, a lot of health conditions. Oh, no. Well, not a lot. But, but my hay fever. My hay fever. <laughs> well, you I imagine us thinking... sneaking into enemy territory, like, I, I was thinking more of, like, um, what what's what's that thing that you had during the pandemic that you got? That fun new thing where you had to go to the oh, hospital. Bell's Bell's palsy. Yeah, that might be a thing. Yeah, I mean, my face still hasn't recovered. When I get stressed out, my, the left side of my face stops working. I would have never known, but you know, you must just always be so chill talking to me. Absolutely. You know, it takes up to five years to fully recover, so that's exciting. Yeah, so that might make you ineligible as well. So, yay! Yeah. Woo! But yeah, so that was my fun news. Well, exciting. I messaged you being like, you'll need to find a temporary co-host while I'm on the, on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Settled. I'll get Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're already test driving her next month. <laughs> Is that for that top secret project? Potentially. I love that. All right. Shall I get to the American news? Because, you know, fuck the rest of the world. Yes. I'm joking. Please understand. <laughs> Enough wow, of your British so news. No one cares about your tiny island. <laughs> also, would you guys get to do like an army? Like, do you guys have a standing army or is it just like navy? So we pretty much only focus on the navy. That's why they're saying we need to build up the the army. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say like never heard about like, and maybe this is because I read too many Regency era novels, but everyone's part of the navy. <laughs> In the navy. <laughs> All right. Um, I just have a lot of presidential news, to be fair, um, because the GOP's uh, group has been winnowing, so that's that's exciting. Um, Ron DeSantis has finally given in to the inevitable and removed himself in pre- from the presidential race. Okay. So has Vivek Ramaswamy, which we all kind of expected, um, at least at, as, as long as Trump is around. Um, they collectively spent, I think, over $70 million trying to get votes in Iowa, the Iowa caucus, but it failed. It failed big time. Um, as the GOP field has been narrowing, it looks like Trump is in the lead with Nikki Haley, former UN ambassador, trailing behind him. Yes, she's a woman. Yes, she's a Republican and has shit opinions, and I would be so fucking mad if our first female president is a Republican. The Democrats would never fucking recover. Yeah. Look at us, we're so fucking woke with our female president. I'd be so pissed. Yeah, it's not a great look. Um, shit does look really dire, though. Um, 
moving forward as people are now projecting what a Trump-Biden race would look like. Polls show Trump winning over Biden by double digits in every important swing state. This is only amplified by the fact that many Democrats, Democratic and left-leaning voters, especially of the youth variety, feel disenfranchised by the Democratic Party and the Biden administration over their support of Israel. Yeah. Yeah, like... People are looking for younger, hotter, more ethical options than the 86-year-old who has been dubbed Genocide Joe. Yeah. And the problem is just getting them to realize that we can stick with what we currently have just now, or if you don't vote, you will end up with Trump. Yeah. But, like, we need something other than fucking octogenarians, plus people hate Kamala, so that doesn't help. Why? Do we not like Kamala? Well, she's been, like... At the forefront of some really bad decisions, like especially over here in California, she's never been like a super loved option. Right. She's, she, yeah, she's very divisive as a choice, which probably wasn't the greatest, but also it was important to have a woman, you know, in that, on that level, in that playing field. But still, it's just a lot of people don't like her because, I mean, she works with cops. She also like had a thing where like there would be a th- there would be issues and parents would be marked like would would be prosecuted for their students being truant. We do that here as well. Yeah, and that was highly unpopular. Yeah, parents get fined if their kids aren't at school. Another reason to not have children. Absolutely. Um, and yet it's so hard to find rent that allows pay- pets. I know. Ridiculous. Indeed. Um. Yeah, so the Biden campaign is really going to try and go hard and show off all the things that they've been doing over the last four years, but it's it's the problem of a quiet presidency, right? He's been heads down, he's been doing shit, but ultimately all of the things that get attention are his failures, which I would consider his support, his continual support of Israel a moral failure, but, you know. Yeah. On the topic of Israel, so a couple weeks ago we discussed how South Africa brought a case against Israel to the International Court of Justice, and uh, their decision has just been released. Unfortunately, it hasn't been like the hard conviction that people were hoping for. It's kind of a slap in the slap on the wrist. Um, the International Court of Justice has given Israel a month to do everything but hold an actual ceasefire. It they are now ruled to prevent and publish public prevent and pu- punish public incitement for genocide and improve humanitarian conditions in Gaza, which really just mean fucking nothing. Um, mm-hmm. They have to give a re- they have to write a little report on how well they've done on doing those things in a month. Cool. The ruling lacks any immediate practical consequences, but is apparently deeply symbolic for both sides. Oh. So I love that. The world's a fucking mess, isn't it? Yeah. But on the lighter side... Oh. The EU has adopted a new law banning greenwashing, so that's cool. Greenwashing is a technique companies use to make them seem more eco-friendly than they actually are to draw in customers. This can be heavily seen in companies like H&M, where they say they use recycled materials, but it's like 10% recycled materials. Yeah. Plot twist, it's the tags. The labels are made with recycled paper. Truly, yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah. So cool. Good. That on the that, EU that was a joke. Just in case, just in case H and M try and sue us for slander. That was a joke. 
That's okay. I'm the one in the in the US. I'd be the one that gets sued. Yeah, that's true. Rest easy, Robbie. In your country with protections and shit. I will. And with that, let's say hi to our friend Bill. Oh, hello, Bill. We should go to Bill's with Bill. <gasps> we should go to Bill with Bill's with Bill. Oh, words. We should do that. <laughs> In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure as always. Robbie. Yes, Lisa. I have a question for you. Ask me. Who asked for this? Who asked for what? Okay, because the government has been adamant on saying we are not in an economic recession, let alone a depression, Hmm. the youth have dubbed Hmm. the severe lack of being able to buy basic necessities as something else. You want to? You want to guess? Like you want to give it a gander? What? Just like just like one little guess. But what do you think the the not recession has been called? Well, we call it the cozy livy here. The what? The cozy livy. The cost of living crisis. We cozy livy. I love that. It's very cozy. <laughs> it's like when we called it the Panny D or the Pandemic Levetto. <laughs> the Cozy Libby. <laughs> call it that. Or the Pandy. <laughs> the Pandy, yeah. Um, no, so lately on TikTok, I've been hearing a lot about a vibe session. Oh, no. I hate it. I hate it. It's not Who the decided this? It's bad. I cannot see that no. in a history book. I'm sorry. The, While we're the on this topic, vibe session. No. Can I just say, we were. I was in the supermarket yesterday and was reminiscing about cereal that I used to have at uni all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's it's like a tiny box, right? Yeah. It is now five pound for that box <gasps> of cereal. Oh my god! Fucking kill me now! Five pound for the cereal and two pound for the milk. Yeah, that's what? ridiculous. It used to be one pound ninety for that box of cereal when I was at uni. Yeah, no, like $5 used to be like a nice cereal. I see Magic Spoon, which is like a a cereal that I see advertised on a lot of podcasts. You want to guess how much a fucking box of that costs? It's like a high protein, well, like, low calorie like cereal. $8? 10 Fuck. And it's not That's even disgusting. like a big size. That's like a... That's like a three three big bowls size box. Yeah, that's like the what this one is as well. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Get three portions out of that. Yeah, it's not like the family size ridiculous frosted flakes, but yeah, it's insane, disgusting. Yeah, and then yeah, as you said, milk is like anywhere between two fifty to four dollars. Like we're not here for it, guys. Fix it. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Have you heard Ariana Grande's new single? No. I love it so much. It's so sassy. Well, I'll have to give it a listen. Please do. It's called Yes And. Huh. I've not heard much from her since she's shacked up with Spongebob, but you know. Spongebob? Yeah, so she she had that whole thing where she had an affair with the guy who played Spongebob on, on Broadway and he left his wife and newborn child for her. Yes, 
I heard about that. And yeah, are they still together? I have no idea. I just know that she's just released a bop. Okay. Yeah. Well, now is the time. I must keep you accountable. Unlike Ariana Grande, cannot keep her accountable. No. But I I'm going to go you. ahead and say I've not done any of them. Did you drink water every day? No. Okay, that's the easiest one. So I'm assuming you haven't found a hobby. No. My hobby is crying in bed. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. What? What a waste of a week. (laughs) (laughs) No, if you drank your tears, that would be drinking water every day. I know they're salty, but you know. I'll try that next time, though. Yeah. Hydration. Hydration king. Mm -hmm. Um, I... Don't know if what I had counts as a romantic evening with the boy. But, you know, we also did like. (laughs) 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 But the thought was there. The thought. I think it's romantic that he looked after you. It is. It was my first time having someone hold my hair. (laughs) Oh, romantic. I think that counts. Absolutely, that counts. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, let's set new goals. You, I'm just going to leave like it to at survive. drink water every day. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it for the whole Not week. cry at work. That's a good goal. Yes. I think that's a good one. Yeah, me too. I'll have to send you the sign that I have. I'll show it to you later. Okay. Okay. Um, Because I had a party that was work themed and I, I made a sign and it said em- employees must stop crying before leaving the bathroom or something like that. Oh, but it has like the little hand wash symbol on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what should my goals be? Um, be back. Handle to your booze. Oh, I think the goal is not to have any. Not that that's like a hard goal, but my liver needs a break. Bless her. Yes, she does. I liked that cooking one. I think I'm gonna go back and do cooking twice. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, Robbie, I have a bit of a serious am I the asshole for you this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and this one has a lot of edits, so bear with us, okay? Okay. So the headline is, am I the asshole for snapping at my wife to get out of my room and calling her a brat? Oh, okay. Don't love the start. Yeah. Mm. So it goes on to say, for context, I work as a hospice nurse in my country specifically for children. This job means a lot to me, but it can get very overwhelming and hard to function, especially seeing small children suffer. Yeah. My wife is a stay-at-home mum to our kids, a 10-year-old son and 6-year-old daughter. After work, I need to spend 30 minutes to one hour by myself to just let go of all the negativity and sadness and stress that I have. And before you jump to conclusions after this time to myself, I give my wife a break. I take over the cooking of dinner, making snacks for the kids the next day, help with homework and washing dishes and any other pending housework. My wife has recently just been slamming into my room. It's just a tiny room with a bed and a mini fridge with Coca-Cola in it and demanding I take over or do something instead of just sulking in my room. It's especially annoying when you're meditating and someone just starts screaming at you non-stop. I have talked to her, but she says it's selfish that she takes care of the kids while I act like a kid and cry and get drunk over my job. I told her that it's hard for me and that I don't drink and it is emotionally draining, so I don't want to bring that negativity into my family. She just started to scream at me, so I snapped at her to get out because she's acting like a brat. She went silent and is now giving me the silent treatment. Am I the asshole? Now there's a few edits here. Okay. 
Edit, I have a five minute commute because my work provides a bus to take us home in the morning. Uh, in the morning I walk, but in the night it's too dark and slippery, so I take the bus. I was an alcoholic 13 years ago, but now every time we get into an argument, she always throws it back at my face. Oh. She and I were distant friends while I was an alcoholic and got together a year after me becoming sober. I take my kids to school and make them breakfast, and I also say hi and give them kisses and hugs when I come home. I have explained to them how just how I... I I have explained to them just how they need a nap after school. Daddy also needs a little nap before he can come and play and help with homework. They understand and my daughter frequently gives me her sleep stuffy of the day. I take my wife on date night every Saturday and she chooses not to go back to a job and she also isn't that social. She refused marriage counselling. Am I the asshole? You know, I honestly think that's a very healthy way of dealing with a very stressful job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hospice work is incredibly draining and stressful and heartbreaking. And like the people who do it, I could not imagine, are incredibly selfless. No. Yeah. And it's not like he's like jumping on a video game or something. He's it literally said he's meditating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's trying to bring himself back into his own body sort of shit after a really traumatic day at work. Well, yeah. And like, you're just trying to not push that trauma onto your kids which is incredibly healthy exactly yeah and it's funny because there's a lot of um there's a lot of there's a lot of comments being like maybe this isn't the job for you if you need to ignore your family for an hour when you get home and then everyone else is rushing to the defense being like this isn't the job for anyone without the ability to decompress after their work like that's just that's just how that job goes like don't be stupid there's no one no human is built with the ability to just console dying children and then go back about their merry day that's yeah. not how it ex- how we how we work mentally and the fact that his wife brings his like alcoholism into Alco- it yeah what the fuck incredibly like despite her never actually really being in his life at that point like as he says they were distant friends when he was an alcoholic and they got together a year after his sobriety yeah how dare she yeah like the fact that He's been sober their entire, like, romantic relationship. Yeah. And, like, that in itself is a battle, I'm sure, every day. Like, mm-hmm. so you don't actually stop being an alcoholic. You just are sober, right? <laughs> like, It must be so tempting for him to just go home and have a drink, but instead he goes home and meditates. Like, yeah. In case it's not clear, I'm leaning strongly towards not the asshole. Oh, same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because... The fact that, yeah, no, I think definitely not the asshole. I think your wife needs marriage counseling. I think you both need probably some marriage counseling. Yeah. And bless your daughter for giving her, for giving you her little stuffy. That's such a good way of explaining it too. Like, just, yeah, just everyone needs some time after their day before we can be social. Exactly. Well, I think that's it from us this week. Yeah, nice, a nice quick episode. I know, Robbie, you have shit to do, so. I have, I got work to do. That you do. Yeah. And I have indeed. a Fae Farm to attend. The boy and I have been playing a new co-op game, so. Oh my god, get on that. <laughs> All right, guys, that is it from us this week. So tell your friends about the podcast, because word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners. And we love new listeners. Yes, we do. And once you've told your friends, tell strangers on the internet by rating, reviewing, and subscribing wherever you get your podcast. Join us for book club. This month we are reading Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris. Yes, we are. And 
Thank you to Amy Reader and Dave in the Shower for our wonderful theme tune. It's great. The best bop in the biz. Truly. But that is it from us for this week. So until next Tuesday, keep Keep doing doing fine. fine. Hey.